Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living. One of my foremost goals as a grumpy gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. A daunting task, I know. I'm here with my co-host, Nella. Hey, Grumpy. Hi, how are you doing, Nella? I'm doing awesome. It is time for our question. You ready for this? Oh, maybe I just have to. Okay, now I'm ready. I was I was meditating. But now I'm back. <laughs> okay, good. But we want you calm and zen. Oh, yes, so. I am very calm. Okay, awesome. I live among avid yet discouraged vegetable gardeners in Marshall County, Alabama. Our plants start out beautifully, but weather over time. And the few tomatoes that ripen are inedible. Any suggestions will be greatly appreciated. Okay, well, I have a few suggestions. Number one, don't plant tomatoes in the same spot every year because tomatoes, they have a lot of disease and insect pests. And what happens if you keep planting in the same spot every year, all those diseases, you know, all the disease spores, all the little insect eggs and everything like that, they drop to the ground and they overwinter in the ground, and they're just ready for you to come and bring back some new tomato plants. So if you keep doing that, you're going to have tomato plants that you're not going to like because they're going to have all sorts of leaf spots and bugs all over them. So what you want to do is change up where you plant your tomatoes every year. Plant them in a wholly different area or spot. If you're using containers, don't use the same soil in the container two years in a row. Put fresh soil in there. Now, as far as controlling them otherwise, you do need to watch out for a lot of bugs and a lot of uh, diseases that they will get. There's just so many, it's hard to tell you in, at what time how to control all of them. But if you're starting them from seed or you get them from the garden center, after it gives you the name of the variety, if it has the letters V-N-F-N-A, any of those letters, that means that it is resistant to a very common and serious disease of tomatoes. So V-F-N-T-A. Look for that. If you don't see that, then I would go look for a tomato that is an All-American Selections winner because those are tomatoes that have been certified to grow well in about any place in the country. Also, a lot of people now are really into the heirloom tomatoes, the ones that our forebears grew. For instance, one of the most popular tomatoes in the country right now is called Cherokee Purple and has that real purpley reddish color to it, has this wonderful, wonderful taste. But one thing you have to realize is that the heirloom tomatoes are not as disease and insect resistant as the hybrids. 
So they're a little bit more trouble. And if you're having a problem with your tomato plant and you can take a sample of it to the garden center, like you've got these spots all over the leaves or whatever, maybe they can help you identify the problem and choose the product that you need to spray. Also, after you plant your tomatoes in the springtime, put down a nice layer of mulch underneath them because that helps to cover up any disease spores that may be on the ground. And if you don't do that, when it rains, those spores splash up on the foliage and it infects the plant. So try doing that. Try uh, giving your plants full sun so they're nice and vigorous and strong. Thin them out a little bit so they're not just one huge solid wad of foliage so that there's good air circulation. And when you're watering them, make sure you don't wet the leaves because that's how diseases spread. Well, I can see some uh, tasty tomato sandwiches this summer with your tips. I'll be right over, Ella. What time? (laughs) Anytime, but I don't grow tomatoes. (laughs) Maybe I will. Well, that's why you're not the grumpy gardener. (laughs) That's right. Hey, Steve. Hello, Nella. It is Wednesday's Plant of the Week. Okay. Are you dying to know what it is? Yes, I most certainly am dying. I am extremely interested in knowing what the Plant of the Week is. Uh, What have you got for me? Cherry tomatoes. I do love cherry tomatoes. Okay. Reason that I would recommend cherry tomatoes to anybody who hasn't grown tomatoes before is because... If you haven't grown them before, lots of people will tell you that tomatoes, as a category, are really easy to grow. That's not true. There are lots of vegetables that are a lot easier to grow than tomatoes because tomatoes have a lot of pests that other things don't have. So if you're looking for those big beefsteak tomatoes or sandwich tomatoes, paste tomatoes and stuff like that, and you've never grown them before, you need to start off small. And I would say probably start in a container. So you say, okay, but these things, just one in a pot, I'm not going to get too much. One way you can overcome that is by growing the easiest kind of tomato, and that's the cherry tomato. Cherry tomato gets its name because the small size of the fruit look like big cherries. They can come in different colors. I mean, you can get yellow ones and you can get red ones and orange ones and They even have some that are shaped like light bulbs and stuff like that. There's even a variety called Sweet Million. And the reason they call it Sweet Million is because you're going to get a million. They produce so much fruit that almost every day you can go out there and pick a ripe tomato and pop it in your mouth. They're not good for making tomato sandwiches, but they're great in cooking and they're great in salads. And they're very easy and tremendously productive. So just one or two plants should be plenty for for one family. And they produce all summer, all the way into the fall. So they just don't stop. So I would say if you're new to tomatoes and you're going to plant one kind, I would start with cherry tomatoes. Okay. I think I will be heading to the plant store this weekend. I'll give them your name and they'll be expecting you. They'll have a photo. (laughs) I uh, hope you're not just making up stuff here. No, I really would like to plant some cherry tomatoes because I do love them. Okay, well, I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. 
Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love to have your feedback. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can find us online at southernliving.com forward slash ask Grumpy.